This is episode number 208 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse. Today's show is brought to you by my pregnancy and postpartum fitness coaching program to pregnancy and beyond. And I'm so excited to tell you that our new lower price tier called foundations is available for you starting at $39 per month. You can get your full monthly workout plan specific to pregnancy, postpartum, or parenthood delivered to you via an easy to use app. To Pregnancy and Beyond is designed to be two to three workouts per week to a simpler, stronger pregnancy and postpartum experience. It will be a fit for you if you are feeling exhausted, achy or tight in your body and want a workout plan that will help you feel more comfortable. If you're feeling like your mental and emotional health have shifted in big ways since becoming pregnant or a parent, and you know that moving your body helps you in your overwhelm, your stress or anxiety, maybe you're feeling frustrated with pelvic floor symptoms such as leaking or pelvic organ prolapse and want a fitness program that specifically addresses these concerns. And ultimately you want to feel a deeper sense of enjoyment peace and comfort in your body and you want to feel connected to it through these big transitions that you're going through into pregnancy and beyond you'll start with us in either the prenatal or postnatal track and you'll get access to a new workout program every four weeks with every four-week phase you unlock it progresses you along with workouts that are specific to your time point in pregnancy or that adequately challenge you as you move along postpartum. We would love to have you. These workout plans are available starting from $39 per month, and we are there to help you feel strong, confident, and capable in your body. We'll see you in the club. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell and Anita Lambert. Today, we're back for constipation round two, which I think will give you just a few more scenarios that you might be experiencing constipation or pooping troubles with and how you can mitigate them. So if you missed it, episode 198 was about constipation, and that was with Aliyah Dalla, who is a pelvic health physiotherapist, and we really covered some solid ground, I would say, on constipation and so much good information and education within that episode for those of us who sometimes or often deal with constipation or difficulties with pooping and how you can start to really work on that. And in part two today, we want to talk about a few more scenarios that come up personally for me and then also with 
what I'm seeing with my fitness coaching clients in pregnancy, postpartum and parenthood. And like I was saying, give you some ideas about how you can work with that and deal with that because it can be such a frustrating and uncomfortable experience in your body. So the first thing we want to talk about is how the impacts of stress can really wreak havoc on your digestion and constipation and what this might feel like for you in your body. So as an example for me, and Anita, I don't know if this happens to you or you talk about this with your physio clients, but for me, if I am having periods of higher stress and lower sleep, which is a current reality the last couple of weeks with sick children, I really notice the impacts on my digestion and my ability to poop well during those time periods. Does this come up for your people? Yeah, it definitely is something um, I don't think a lot of people do realize that stress and anything to do with digestion or the pelvic floor is so, so related. It's come up a lot and especially over the last almost two years now, stress and the pelvic floor definitely symptoms have come up for a lot of people. So we do talk about this and I find it goes back to a lot to do with tension because we know that stress the impact it has on our nervous system and one of the two muscles that come on first when we are stressed consciously or unconsciously is one of them is the pelvic floor. So it definitely does impact that. And when it comes to constipation, it can be to do with tension. And once we find ways to release into that, it can make such a big difference. So what do you find Jess, when you realize that, okay, the stress is what's impacting it. What do you end up doing? Yeah, I think that you really nailed it when you mentioned the nervous system, because that is exactly what I know I have to turn to is some sort of relaxation. And that usually for me is being in water is super helpful. So baths or longer showers is somewhere where I feel like my body can really chill out and let go. So that's pretty powerful for me. CBD is another thing that I find really quite immediately helpful for me in terms of my digestion and helping under times of stress. And then also just some really relaxed breathing in positions that are where I feel safe, supported, and comfortable, which I know we've talked about on the show so many times before, but yeah, I really have to tend to myself and tend to my care. And what is so interesting for me and what I find comes up with my clients so often too, and maybe it's because we're in this like fitness and health world is that for so long, I used to think any digestion or pooping or constipation stuff, I tried to link it to food for years and years and years. Like it was, it's gotta be something I'm eating. It's definitely something in my diet. The thing is, I really don't think there is anything for me that impacts my digestion that much and my ability to poop well. So for me, there's usually needing to be some positive self-talk during these time periods too. 
in a way that's really rooted in anti-diet and anti-diet culture. So I just want to mention that for people too, who might have a history of eating disorders or using food as a tool to control your body, it might be really powerful for you when you do have these bouts of constipation or difficulties with your digestion that you know are coming up during periods of high stress to just really try to notice your thoughts that are coming up about food during this time. So the second thing that impacts me big time is clothing. And it's been something that I have noticed so much more over the last couple of years of the pandemic as well, too, which we'll unpack that at a later date. <laughs> Not today, but clothing that feels restrictive on my body and on my breath and particularly around the belly the waistline, and then on my rib cage too. Like I'm finding now I can't wear bras at all, especially going through a period of not wearing them. Basically for the last two years of not really wearing bras ever. Now, when I put one on, and I think this is a body size change thing too, but also it just makes me feel like I can't breathe. I got to get this thing off my body or wearing leggings or tights. I just notice right away that I feel like, like I can't breathe. It's too tight. I have to get this off my body. Like I feel gripping of my abdominals and pelvic floor right away. I think that's really good to have that awareness. Right. And I think it does come when, how you're saying, like with not wearing something for a long period of time, and then you wear it. And I've noticed with clients, it's come up with during the pandemic, you know, with more people being at home, whether working from home or just being at home more in general, more in kind of, you know, the lounge where the comfy clothes, not necessarily having or feeling the need to wear more restrictive clothes or clothes that could be restrictive. And then now people going back to the office and going back in these environments and feeling like, okay, I need to, to go back to wearing previous clothes they're feeling that too, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, this does definitely feel different on my body. And is this affecting how I'm breathing? Or maybe I'm sucking in or I'm holding myself differently because of this. But I also think that even goes with right now of being back in environments with seeing other people and some unconscious habits that we've, a lot of us have been brought up with I go over this with clients like multiple times a day of just like you may not even notice you're doing this I find particularly as females we're unconsciously told you need to suck in it's interesting this idea of sucking in but tucking under it's like making yourself smaller in all the ways and so many clients are like oh my gosh like I do do that or they're like I don't know if I do that and then they come back the next session they're like oh my gosh I suck in my stomach all the time and I didn't even know so I think all of that comes into play too and it can affect the pelvic floor many pelvic floor symptoms but specifically with what we're talking about today it can totally affect constipation nailed it I think it really is that noticing about like how you're trying to make your body disappear and make it smaller and make it not appear to be whatever shape and size it might actually be so the cycle that I kind of noticed with myself is if I'm wearing clothing that is tight or feels restrictive is that I start to feel this gripping of the abdominal muscles and pelvic floor I feel like I can't breathe well, take full breaths throughout 
you know, my upper body, the rib cage into the belly. And then I start to notice that I'm having difficulties with pooping or I'm starting to feel bloated. And it just feels like this cycle that just perpetuates itself. So something to notice, and I know that, you know, we've all been wearing leggings as our pants, as our lower body garments for so long, and maybe they're working for you. And also maybe they're not, it might just be worth testing another thing on your body and see if it makes a difference for you. All right. And the third thing that we wanted to talk about was pooping and digestion as it relates to your menstrual cycle. If you're a person who is having a menstrual cycle at this time, something that comes up for me with my clients so often is that they are finding that they're having more pooping difficulties around or after ovulation before they start bleeding. And then once their period comes, once they start bleeding, it feels like such relief that they are able to poop well again. Is this something that is common for you? Yeah, this can definitely come up and it can do with changes in hormones. I find often I'll be having discussion, not so much around menstrual cycle when people obviously are pregnant because you're not having one, but constipation can definitely come up during pregnancy as well. And that can be hormone related, but also due to this little human taking all the nutrients that it needs or multiple little ones taking nutrients, what they need, and things are just moving much slower through our body. So kind of related, there can be that hormone side as well, but yeah, definitely I'll have clients look at, you know, especially if they're coming in and constipation is one of their, their um, main concerns because the pelvic floor can be related to it. I'll have them keep track to see if they're noticing a hormonal pattern and with that, then also working with a naturopath is a great option because we've got some great naturopaths here who do have a focus on hormonal health. So definitely can be related for a number of people. And if you're not sure, I just, I recommend for one month, keep track of if you're noticing, well, I guess more than one month would be good because then you'll really actually see if there's a pattern with it. But it'll give you an idea if maybe hormones are related to your constipation symptoms. Yeah, super smart to track to really see if there is a pattern going on. So the last thing we wanted to touch on in episode 198, that was part one about constipation with Aaliyah. We did talk about these big five tips that Aaliyah was recommending to help you along with your pooping, with your constipation. And they were... Number one, hydration. So make sure that you're staying adequately hydrated. Number two, movement can be so helpful for helping to move those bowel movements along. Number three, to use the breath when you are actually trying to poop, get the poop out to use the breath to help that. Number four was some really gentle nutrition principles to just keep your produce up, get wet foods in, make sure you're getting enough varieties of fiber in your diet as that can help to bulk the stool. And the fifth one was to elevate the feet when having bowel movements. And we talked about how that can impact the pelvic floor muscles, 
and to help get the poop along. But one thing I just wanted to be sure that we covered was stool softeners and laxative can be really helpful when needed for you if you are experiencing bouts of constipation. I know with Aaliyah, we mentioned it, talking about taking stool softeners in the really early postpartum period. I think we were talking about it after cesarean births, but also just know that we want to do what we can to help move the poop along so we don't get caught in this uncomfortable cycle. So if right now a stool softener or a laxative is necessary for you, that is okay too. I know a lot of my clients feel nervous about them. And of course, talk to your doctor, your medical practitioner, but just know that it might be something that could really help you along at this time. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 